The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. People today struggle with eating disorders. If you are one of the thousands of people who do, you may be experiencing feelings of overwhelm and isolation. You are not alone. Welcome to Chasing Hunger. Here you'll find out what you can do, where you can find the resources, discover the truths, and get the help you need to regain control of your life. Here is Kathy Welter Nichols, author and host of Chasing Hunger. Hi, everyone, and welcome. It's Tuesdays with Chasing Hunger, and I am Kathy Welter-Nichols. So welcome to the show today, and we have a very special guest, and I'm I'm hoping she'll be on with us shortly. Um, what I want to do this morning is talk a little bit about uh, the work I've been doing and how it involves um, my connection to Toscarina. Uh, she has been a real... Um, guide for myself and also for uh, my clients. I discovered some of her work a few years ago and then really started getting into it myself and I found the logic and just the plain good sense of it changed everything. And I know some of her testimonials from different people that have used her books repeat the same words. So as with every week as we start this program together, I want to dedicate this whole program to clients and individuals out there that are struggling with an eating disorder. It's challenging to face this. I was speaking with another client this morning and she was saying, you know, I, I gauge it as being um, partially recovered or really doing so much better if I'm only throwing up once a week. And that can kind of derail real recovery when we continue to convince ourselves that, oh, we're doing so much better because it's not six or seven times a day. Real recovery is changing the way we view food, changing the way we use food, and changing how we we are within ourselves so that we can come to a place of loving ourselves completely without having these kinds of um, jam-ups inside. I'm doing everything most of the time, but then I still give in to my little compulsions and my, and my behaviors now and again. That represents really kind of a slippery slope because in a moment of giving into this or maintaining a once-in-a-week, I'm a functioning bulimia mindset or I'm a functioning um, anorexic mindset. I'm eating most of the time, but every once in a while I, I go back. This doesn't really get it done. And it offers that little opportunity for that monster to break loose inside once again. So, in a moment, 
I'm going to be bringing Toscarina in with us here and welcoming her to the show. I'm just so pleased to have her with us. And keep in mind, when you are struggling with an eating disorder, what you want to do is pay attention to um, what you need, but do seek out professional help. It's there. It's all around you. Sometimes it starts with finding out some information and, and helping yourself a little bit. And then that can give you some courage to reach out and ask for help. So in a moment, we're going to have Tosca here with me. And I'm I'm really happy to welcome her to the show. Tosca, are you there? I'm there. Hello, Kathy. How are you? I'm very well. Welcome. It's so great to have you here on the show with us today. And I wanted to... Yeah, and so I, I wanted to sort of say that um, we're going to focus some of our work today here on eating disorders, but I wanted to sort of ask you if you would share how you got into all of this, because your work is is really kind of a leading edge, I think, for all uh, of these um, challenges around health and wellness and utilization of our necessary intake of food every day. So how did you get started into all this? Uh, well, as uh, is so often the case, necessity. Um, I had become at my heaviest an obese woman who weighed 204 pounds, and I was completely unwell. So I was blood sugar dysregulated, depressed, anxious. Um, my father had died of heart disease. I was beginning to experience uh, signs of heart disease, um, and I just wasn't having quality of life anymore. I couldn't walk up the stairs of my own house to take care of my children. Uh, so really, all the signs were pointing at a health intervention of sorts, and I, I conducted it on myself. Wow. So how did you start? Like, here you are with this health <laughs> challenge. What did? How did you know what to do first? I didn't. I think like many people, we begin by... Uh, doing what what we think is the natural thing. Put your running shoes on, start running, and and see if that makes a difference. And I did that too, but I noticed that even though I was I was exercising, my body was changing, but it was still skinny fat, and I wanted to look like the muscular shaped. Now I'm not talking you know e- extreme muscular, but I wanted a more muscular lean physique, mm-hmm. one that was functionally fit. And so I, I began to explore how to do that. And, and in so doing, um, I became a student of wellness by teaching myself how to eat clean and lifting weights and uh, began that journey. And, and I really have been eating that way and looking after my physical self the same way now for it's been 17 years, 16 years. And uh, I've kept myself on track, and, and my health has, has excelled, which I'm really blessed for, but I think mm. it's because I've done the work. I've, I've put the work in. Right. So <clears throat> the reason I, I really tuned in with your work was my own um, 
experience, if you will, with uh, diabetic conditions. My mother had pancreatic cancer uh, when I was 23, and I ended up staying home and looking after her for the last nine months of her life. And it was one of those things where we would test the blood sugar in the morning, and and we would see um, how to balance her insulin. We could balance mm-hmm. it with food, which was shocking yeah. to me. Yeah. And yeah. as soon as we could do that, then I started to see, whoa, we, you know, I mean, I know she had the cancer in her pancreas and did eventually die from it. But the reality was there was changes going on in her body's chemistry. And and then when I looked at your work, you were the only person out there that was following essentially the glycemic index eating right. plan, which is the healthy way to eat. It's a diabetic diet. It is. And both the Canadian Diabetic Association and the American follow that um, six smaller meals a day eating regimen because it helps prevent the wild fluctuations in blood sugar. And when we have those fluctuations, that makes us more prone to putting unhealthy weight on, right? Exactly, exactly. So did you, um, so did you fo- start to follow that as well? Well, essentially, that's what eating clean is. So what happened was I I entered into the eat clean lifestyle um, by eating clean. So eating six small meals a day based on lean protein, complex carbohydrates and fat. And I was able to wipe away all of the blood sugar dysregulation symptoms I had. I was hypoglycemic. So I was on my way to becoming diabetic type 2. And, wow. and through this way of eating, this lifestyle way of eating, I healed myself. And then my heart became better. So the next time I went in for a physical, not only was I leaner, but the doctor said, wow, like your blood panel is amazing. We've set you for the standard for today because we don't even know where to put you on our charts. <laughs> and everything had stabilized back to healthy blood chemistry. So there wasn't any... Um, excess either sugar or lack of sugar or insulin or any blood markers that showed that I was looking blood sugar dysregulated and my heart lipids were all great. So, wow, that's um, just you know, amazing. I healed myself. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. While you were doing this, were you able to kind of put your family on the same regime? I mean, when it's <laughs> the mom, how did you yeah. translate this over to the family? Well, as a mother to then three young girls, um, because uh, I've since adopted a, a daughter, I did. I did say, look, this is the way we're going to be eating now. And there was a pushback. But you know what I decided? I, mm-hmm. I decided that I would lead by example, not with a megaphone. And so I, I kept up with, with the clean meals, with the plenty of greens and vegetables and uh, plenty of healthy fats and so on. And And over time, uh, the girls came to see that this was the better way to eat and they began to practice the same principles. So now they all eat the same way and they mm-hmm. all manage their weight beautifully and their health at the same time. I've just become a grandmother, actually. So. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, that- and, I, and in the process, I've been able to help heal thousands of people. I, I actually work with people here in the area where I live by going directly into their kitchens and doing, you know, makeovers and, and teaching them how to make meals for themselves that, that heal them. That's fantastic. Yeah. I know in your book, uh, Recharged, the Eat Clean uh, Recharged, I really found the work in there. Um, it's beautifully presented and it offers that kind of 
um, view of it where people you can with that book literally kind of have you move into my kitchen and help me uh, reorganize how I'm doing things. The shopping yeah. lists are there, the menus are there. <laughs> I set it up that it, way because I was I was the ignorant one. You, you asked that brilliant question, you know, where did you begin? Because we, we all want to know where to begin. And because I didn't know and I made so many mistakes, I thought, let me write what I know mm-hmm. so that others can follow this like a prescription almost of how to heal themselves and to take back their, their wellness. And make it so simple. Make it like you're standing in the kitchen with me as if I were doing it. It's a fantastic book. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. Thank and you I know so I've, I've told you that too, that I <laughs> I purchased them in volume and every one of my clients, this is one that goes home with the family because I think Thank it is you. a family effort that keeps people yeah. working on this, you know? It's fantastic. It also makes them more successful because the more um, the more of your community that's following the same lifestyle, the more likely mm-hmm. you're going to have success, right? Because you need that every day. You have to get up and feed yourself, and you've got to do it six times a day. Let's get everybody in on the game. Right on. Listen, we're going to take a break for a second, and sure. do come back. We're here with Toscarina today, and I'm just so thrilled to have you on my show. And we'll be back in a moment, everyone. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA-ChasingHunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1-604-421-1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at ChasingHunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. You can find Kathy at WaysOfTheWiseWoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now, back to Chasing Hunger. 
Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Well, I guess you can probably tell that as Tosca and I are talking, we're kind of like-minded. The two of us are like, yes, yes, we agree, we agree, yes, that's wonderful. <laughs> so welcome back, Tosca. And I want to jump Thank on you, one of those. Thank you, here. Oh, it's great. I want to jump on one of those things you mentioned just in our last dialogue, and it's that word fat, the F-A-T right. word. I mean, right. it's just going to hand it over to you. Take it, take it. <laughs> So, yes, that's interesting um, that you bring that up because so many people do question me on what they believe to be this this great inclusion of fat in the e-clean lifestyle. And I do include it as part of our healthy macronutrients that we have to eat on a daily basis. But it's it's a question of the kind of fat. So we need to be impeccable about choosing our fats because fats tend to concentrate nutrition and they tend to concentrate toxins. So you've got to choose well. Um, and, and so we also have, have demonized fat, meaning we think it's a bad word, but in fact, when we're choosing the healthy fats, then we are actually healing our brains, healing our hormonal imbalances, healing every aspect of our body. And what I mean by a healthy fat is a fat that occurs naturally in nature more or less. So I'm talking about fats from nuts and seeds fats from um, avocados, fat within an egg yolk, um, grass-fed dairy products, milk and butter and so on. Um, We want to have natural plant oils also. These engineered fats and engineered margarines and so on are so dangerous for us because the body doesn't really know what to do with these so-called foods. I don't really call them foods. They're ingredients, really. And mm-hmm. in, in the process, we damage our own cells. The cells become rigid and incapable of doing the jobs they're supposed to do. When we bathe ourselves in healthy fats, when we eat plenty of those good fats, then the brain can do its job, then the hormones can do their job, then the cells can behave as they're supposed to behave. Um, and so we need to stop worrying about the fact that fat... I think people get hung up on the calorie thing with fat and they think, oh my God, there's so many calories in fat. Mm -hmm. Yes, but it's a nutrient-dense food. Who could sit down and eat 20 eggs in a row? You couldn't do it. Who could sit down and eat a whole pile of coconut oil in a row? You can't. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as you're eating the right amounts and you're eating good quality fat from healthy sources, you'll be fine. It actually helps you lose weight because it revs up the metabolic system and again, it, it helps satisfy that, that craving in the brain for healthy foods, right? Turns off mm-hmm. the switch for wanting more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fantastic. And one of the things with um, the fats as well, um, we've... We, it's one of the things I recommend to all of my clients, and I know it's in your books too, is to read the labels. And in the next little go here, I believe our federal government is going to start marking on all products, and they're changing that ingredient list to the front of the product box, and it's yep. actually going to list the trans fats that are in there. What is a trans fat? Well, a trans fat is an engineered fat. It's a fat that doesn't exist in nature, and it, it, it has okay. come to be because of some... Um, uh, chemical process. process that has altered the molecular structure of the fat. And so when, when that happens, the molecule changes and then it has a dangerous impact on the body. A trans fat is often found in processed foods, particularly um, processed like, uh, I'm talking about crackers, uh, pastries, cookies, cakes, that sort of thing. And you also find some of those dangerous fats in 
some of the fast food places where fats are or foods are, are fried in, in vats of fat and then they're continually reused so you have these dangerous fats that exist. Um, mm-hmm. That's a trans fat. It has, it has no business in, in, in the human body at all. That's ground zero wow. there. Wow, ground zero. A perfect way to talk as to mention that. That's mm-hmm. amazing. So the other the other one that I'd like to pull in here, although I do have an email from one client, and I thought maybe I'll just plug this one in here, and then we're going to sure. maybe in our next segment we'll shift over to my other favorite subject, which is sugar. <laughs> so oh, this, yeah. Hit that yeah. <laughs> so this email comes in from a, um, a woman named Wendy, I wanted to ask, in the past years, I felt I've been up and down with my own life circumstances. When that happens, I lose it. I lose all my focus on myself and I just forget about my health. I stop working out. I stop following my eating plans. I even avoid reading labels. I know I'm feeling depressed too. What can I, do you have any advice? What can I do? Well, <laughs> This, that's a question that addresses, to me, the holy grail of wellness. And the holy grail of wellness is, as defined by the, the World Health Organization, it's a triple threat. It's addressing your nutritional state of affairs, your, your exercise state of affairs, and your heart, head, soul state of affairs. So wellness isn't the absence of disease. It's the presence of robust uh, the robust nature of nutrition, physical exercise, and, and your heart headspace. And it sounds to me like uh, when life is, is handing out knocks, we need a strategy in place to be able to deal with it because we know it's not going to be a perfect ride ever. So I always mm-hmm. like to say that, that wellness and fitness lives on a continuum. It's not a, it's not a point where we start at zero and we finally make it over to perfection. You're going to be moving back and forth along that line at any given time. And the best you can do is to cling to practices you can commit to. So if the one practice you can commit to, which is to hydrate yourself well, committing to drinking three liters of water a day and that's all you can do, well, that's a fabulous mm-hmm. thing because that's part, that's one of my eat clean principles to, to achieve enough hydration. It's the number one nutritional deficiency in North America. And when you're drinking water, you're displacing the habit of drinking, say, Coke or juices or caffeinated beverages or sugary beverages. Mm-hmm. So it's a beautiful thing. Plus, it's helping the body to function better. So, so committing to one aspect of wellness instead of trying to do it all and feeling frustrated and mm-hmm. accepting where you are at this moment saying, yep, life has dealt me some hard knocks. I'm not doing very well, but I can do this and I'm not going to hate myself for it. I'm going to say, this is what I can commit to right now. And once I've got that habit down, then I'm going to pick up the next one because wellness is built from hundreds of healthy habits, not one or two, but hundreds. Brilliant. Brilliant. That is yeah. Brilliant. And, you know, I was just speaking with one of my colleagues in the UK this morning, and she was saying that she notices when people go off their strategies, they stop, they stop paying attention. Uh, They almost move into that state of denial. When you move away from following those healthy patterns, this is a beautiful way to get back on it. She says it kind of goes like a spider's web out into the whole ecology of our life. You know, and nutrition and health can do the same thing. 
Yes, they can. And I wanted to also emphasize that that the component that I've added to my wellness coaching, because I do that with clients, is um, I ask them to journal every day. Now, it's a thing, it's a practice that I didn't used to do either. But what I found is once I started, even just 10 minutes a day of dumping whatever was in my head onto paper was immensely healing because it aligns me. It brings me closer to what's going on in my head heart space. And we can't be well unless we have that addressed. So um, it, it's I, I give them a template for how to journal. I say, go get a book, get some nice pens, and make a space where you can do some writing and c- commit whatever's in your mind, empty it all out onto paper, no edits, don't even read it again, but put it all somewhere because we're, we're 50% more likely to achieve goals and success in anything we want to do when we write things down. So emptying mm-hmm. our headspace and then writing our goals down, we will mm-hmm. get there. Yeah, I, I'd like to refer to that as um, the brain trilogy. Because yeah. what's going on with that trilogy is your voice is speaking inside in its beautiful tones or its nasty ones, whatever's coming up. And then your eye-hand coordination is going on at the same time. But the interesting thing is as you're actually writing the thing out, your eyes are reading it back in to your own brain. So you've got this mechanism of writing it and thinking it and reading it. And then it's out of you as well. Another um, little piece that might be, uh, helpful to note here too is while you're doing this it's perfectly okay to speak it out loud now you've yeah. engaged your sensory for your ears as well and this this is like literally a trilogy of getting these kinds of things out of the mindset it's beautiful yeah I think that's a brilliant way to connect the, the dots on all those actions and then making your wellness or making yourself a priority in so doing. Exactly, exactly. I think, too, um, some of the pieces that I view in this is we have to deal with what the mind is telling us. And a lot of times people just believe everything that they're they're saying to themselves, which is kind of like digging through the dumpster for leftovers. You know, I, I like right. to look at the mind. It can produce beautiful works of art, music. It can produce anything. Why would we accept the worst possible commentary? We wouldn't from a best friend. No. That person wouldn't wouldn't be a best friend anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to take a break again here. Sure. (laughs) Sorry. We're coming up to a break. Um, uh, And so what I want to do is, if we could just hold that thought over and we'll jump on it in our our next few minutes here. So with that, we'll just take a break. Be back in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA-ChasingHunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1-604-421-1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at ChasingHunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. You can find Kathy at WaysOfTheWiseWoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact 
Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now back to Chasing Hunger. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Well, just in the break, Tosca was mentioning this little piece, um, and I really want to share this with everyone, too. It's so beautiful. So, Tosca, I'm just going to let you take it from here. <laughs> I was going to say that for anyone listening, and, and perhaps even for yourself and myself, Kathy, at any given time in our lives, there have been low points, and it seems almost impossible in those low points to be able to find even one foothold to help you climb up out and find a higher vibrational energy. So in response to that, um, I've created this little game that I play uh, called the gratitude game. And if I see that someone's struggling um, with, with low vibrational energy, feeling badly, feeling depressed, not knowing what to do, I immediately say, all right, we're going to play a game here where we're each going to list 10 things we are grateful for and we're going to take turns. I will start and I will say, Kathy, I'm so grateful to be on this show with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. And then, Kathy, you will say something that you're grateful okay. for. And then I'm really grateful so you're on my show. It's beautiful <laughs> to be doing this with you. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that people are listening and perhaps someone sitting at home feeling like they don't have hope will be able to pick up the light of hope from this show and so on. And so we take turns listing 10 things that we're grateful for and pretty soon you're feeling better because you're not only building your gratitude within you, but you're listening to what others are grateful for and you're enjoying that positive energy. And now instead of feeling depressed, you're feeling slightly more optimistic and you think, okay, well, I can go from here. And if you're by yourself, you can play that game on paper. Just write down quickly 10 things that you're feeling grateful for. And if you're inspired, write down 100 things. But it changes your vibrational energy very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's a, a piece we were looking at uh, yesterday. This beautiful little expression, uh, because everybody has stuff. I don't I don't care how wealthy you are. I don't care how right. much abundance factor you've got, or how great your life seems to be from the outside. On the inside, every one of us has to deal with life experience. It's going on to everybody everywhere all the time. And in moments we can be up, and in other moments we can be down. And this piece we got yesterday it was so profound. It was take the lesson and forgive the rest. And I was like, wow, it just vibrated through me. (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Because in forgiveness, we achieve freedom. Mm -hmm. We achieve release from the situation. Yeah. 
And that's really how forgiveness and gratitude work hand in glove, really. If we can embrace the two and work through things with that mindset. It's hard when you're feeling bad about yourself. It's hard when, as you say, your energy or vibration or your frequency seems to have just diminished so much. And so it's hard to get back on track with... You know, Kathy, there are foods that actually dim our vibrational frequency or numb it. And they happen to fall into that dreaded category called sugar. Yes. Let's go. Mm. What about sugar? I know it's one of yours, too. (laughs) Yeah. So when we hit that switch, I mean, it's all over, right? Um, I, I don't even call sugar a food. I know it exists in what we consume, but sugar is an ingredient that we've, we've introduced into our diet maybe four or 500 years ago, and the danger with sugar is that it's so detrimental to health, yet the taste is so sweet, it's, it's pure seduction, that we're unaware that we're really destroying ourselves by consuming this, this processed ingredient. And when I talk about sugar, I don't just mean processed sugar, white table sugar. I don't just mean uh, sugar alternatives like Splenda or Stevia. What I'm talking about is um, processed foods that, that behave as sugar into the, in the body. So those mm-hmm. are your, your breads, your cakes, your cookies, your French fries, your pastries, your pastas, ice cream, alcohol, cookies, and so on. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I, I, I work with clients all the time who say, no, 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 I eat clean, I don't eat sugar. And then the first thing we do is we, we practice. We go through the arsenal of what we're eating on a daily basis, and it's all sugar. I mean, literally mm-hmm. all sugar, from, from the fruit juice in the morning to the coffee mm-hmm. with two tablespoons of sugar to the cereal to the orange mm-hmm. juice to the Gatorade to the, the rice, the French fries, the bread. And, and then I have to try to, you know, wipe away the fog, which the brain is in a fog when it's drowning in sugar, and, and try mm-hmm. to make clear that, you're just addicted to this. We need to we need to show you what it is to eat clean, whole foods once again. Perfect. That's right on. You know, one of the things that came up for me in this too, I'm just going to interject these two areas of our society, is our kids, our children, and how much sugar they get inundated with. But the other end of the spectrum is our seniors' homes. Yeah. And, and they're struggling with Alzheimer's or early dementia and memory loss and it's sugar because that fog would be the same for anybody you look at the food that they're eating there and it just continues to make a situation that's already degenerating worse worse well um, the the new terminology for that collective cluster of cognitive dysfunction which is Alzheimer's dementia pre-dementia and so on is diabetes type 3 because it's the inability of the brain to further absorb glucose. And so the brain just basically shuts down and says, oh, like the pancreas, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't absorb any more sugar, so I quit. And, and you actually achieve you know, shrinking of brain volume. The synapses don't fire, don't work, don't connect. And, and the brain loses its ability to actually function correctly. So, so, so that's diabetes type 3. Wow. Yeah, which, that is um, huge. Horrific shock, and and if you think you're in a fog with sugar in your brain, imagine what happens to your immune system. Within minutes of eating just a teaspoon of sugar, your immune system is depressed for as long as three hours. So, you know, no wonder at Christmas time when we're eating all those cakes and cookies and sweets, we get sick because we're stressed, yeah. and our immune system is basically 
you know, under a cloud. It, it can't function because it's numbed out with, with the prevalence of sugar. Mm. And there's a mindset in our society that, you know, oh, we've got to have some sugar. You've got to have some sugar, especially at Christmas. Mom made you yep. this chocolate thing, yep. you know, but we don't. We actually don't need no. it. No, because we have plenty of sweet in the food we eat. We've just, our palates have gotten numb. But if you, if you attempt, uh, for example, a strike sugar cleanse, like, like I offer one on my website, and you, you practice that, do a really good thorough detox for four weeks, you would be amazed how sweet a green bean can taste. Um, oh, yeah. and, and to go back to that and to feed your body these nutritious foods to, to become whole, to become well, to become cleansed is the greatest give you can give, gift you can give yourself. It, health is wealth. Yeah. I think, you know, when you're doing a sugar cleanse like that, and I, I did one myself, just really got vigilant with sugar and took it out because I could see my whole family going into the areas of diabetic conditions, type 2 diabetes as they were getting older. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to go through the same thing as my mom had done. So I just pulled myself back off sugar completely, just done and when I took it out strawberries tasted different and what I thought to myself what's going on with the palate that it can taste the 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 real glucose in this way differently from you know before when it was you know constantly covered in this sugary substances well well, sugar uh, refined sugar is, is highly addictive um, we are sort of hardwired for the taste of sweet. It's, it's how we humans are. And once you start feeding the beast that is sugar, you just keep wanting more and more and more and more. So it's a lot like those other refined uh, crystalline powders we know, heroin and cocaine, although I've never mm-hmm. dabbled in mm-hmm. those. But, you know, once, once you whet the appetite for them, you simply want more because what you had before just wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So... Um, to be aware of that with regard to sugar, to, to read the labels, to know where the sugar is coming from, uh, to, to know how to eat, if you're going to eat anything sweet, to eat it with a fat or a fiber in order to apply the breaks to the release of glucose in the blood. Those are the, the, the skills we need to learn. Brilliant. So you put a fat or a fiber if you are taking in a synthetic sugar? Is that kind of what you're well, saying here? Or even I, if you're never, eating a... An apple or something yeah. like that? Yeah, exactly. I never advocate eating any synthetic sugars, but what I do say is if you're having an apple, have some raw unsalted almonds. If you're having okay. raw vegetables, um, some hummus. If you're okay. having a glass of wine, and have a glass of wine by all means once in a while, but um, have, have some walnuts. Have 12 walnuts in your hand. Eat those. Uh, so so oh. balancing, um, so fiber and fat act like breaks. And, and Fantastic. they help to slow down the release of glucose into the blood system so that you don't get those swings that we were talking about that predispose us to unhealthy weight gain. Oh, that's fantastic to know. What a great little tip there. So in the, in the sugar um, process here, um, dealing with that, what I recommend is that all of my clients, I'm teaching them to read the labels, and there are, um, and I didn't really know what these words were until mm. a, a colleague of mine here explained them to me. So, what are those synthetic sugars that we should be on high alert for? Well, we know that most of the things that end in in O's are sugars, or even all, like alcohol, fructose, glucose. I mean, there are naturally occurring sugars, which are fine. But really, Kelly, there are 
over, uh, sorry, Kathy, there are over a yeah. hundred different disguises or words for sugar. So I always say, <sighs> if, if, if you know that, okay, so you read the label and you see that there's some sort of sugar or who knows what on the label, go back and see what the ingredient is. And if that ingredient, the first ingredient is sugar, then you shouldn't be having it. If it's, mm-hmm. on the other hand, an apple is an apple is an apple, well, you can, you can eat those because we know that that is a naturally occurring sugar that's healthy. It comes with fiber. We can add some fat to it. We can slow down the release of glucose. But there's so many alternative forms of sugar that really are simply just disguises for what is already something that isn't healthy for us. Fantastic. In your book, um, one of the, well, I'm, I'm always referring to the Eat Clean Recharge because I love it so much. It's the one I work with all the time. And I love the recipes at the back. And a lot of my clients have utilized it. But I love these um, cooler me- meal plans. Can you talk about the idea of coolers? Have Has it evolved at all for you? Or how, are you, how do you run your cooler plan for the day? <laughs> well, I, the, it's how I survive the day. Um, y- you probably have a busy life like I do and, and probably loads of people listening. And so if I'm going to be successful with managing my blood sugar, if I'm going to be successful in eating clean, then I'm going to have to take my food with me unless I happen to know for sure I can access clean food where I'm going. But most mm-hmm. of the time I'm, you know, I'm off, I'm working with clients, I'm writing, I'm appearing, I'm speaking. So I have to take food with me and that's where the cooler comes in. And I pack it with those foods that I know that are going to keep me on the clean path. So my lean proteins, hard-boiled eggs, uh, complex carbohydrates, I have raw vegetables, raw fruit, um, mm. healthy fats, avocado, nuts and seeds, um, brown rice cakes, and so on. And that will help me get through the day. And so when we're prepared, right, preparedness is the way to success, particularly when you're really trying to make lifestyle change because it's too easy when you're on the road to go through the drive-thru and order up a, a big, fat, greasy burger. Oh, exactly. We're going to take a break here for a second, but I want to come back to another little area that affects people with eating disorders really significantly, and we'll talk about that when we come back. So stay tuned, everyone. I'm on live with Toscarina. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Contact Kathy Welter Nichols for a private consultation. Use the promo code VA Chasing Hunger for show specials. Book your spot today and start your recovery. Call 1 604 421 1722. Chasing Hunger, the book, is available at chasinghunger.com, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble. You can find Kathy at waysofthewisewoman.com. Kathy is a gifted speaker and presenter and is available to speak to your group on all subjects related to women's issues. Contact her now and make your next meeting powerful and inspiring. Call 1-604-421-1722 or visit waysofthewisewoman.com. If you think you've seen online TV before... 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are listening to Chasing Hunger with Kathy Welter Nichols. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to welterk at shaw.ca. Now, back to Chasing Hunger. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Listen, I just wanted to take a minute and let all of our viewers know. We'll just address it right here. Um, My dear friend Tosca had a head injury from a car accident recently, and I know she kind of mixed up my name just in the last uh, piece, and it's totally okay. You you got it yourself. So, I mean, I know it's really something when you're recovering from a head injury, so you just really have to take care of yourself. Tosca, I wanted to mention... Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, luckily, luckily, it was a mild concussion, but I'm still taking it seriously as my medical team is addressing it as a, a concussion. So, and and interestingly, a great piece of the protocol is is really increasing my fat intake uh, to help that brain. So. Thank you, Kat. Oh, yeah. Um, just stay on it because I know you'll you'll heal yourself beautifully and probably have lots of input for people who, who go through head injuries. I think it's brilliant. Um, the thing I wanted to mention, too, is I've noticed with many of my clients that are struggling with eating disorders or recovery, there's that residual guilt and shame, which is an emotional duo, really, that stops them from wanting. It, it gives them anxiety. It gives them tension. And people who've known that they had an eating disorder are quick to comment, oh, you're recovering from your eating disorder. Should you be eating that much? Mm-hmm. seems that yeah. you've chosen that food. Maybe you like people have a tendency to comment on what you're eating. So carting around a cooler with their food for the day seems just overwhelming to them. Yeah. Any advice there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would feel like putting a spotlight on the cooler. Um and I do know that uh, many, many people struggle with this. Um, it, it's difficult to overcome that in one blow. I, I think you have to pick the time that's going to work for you. And if there's one day that's better than another to carry your cooler, then do it. Mm-hmm. Or you can... Um, it's awful to say, but if you have to go and eat somewhere else, you know, in company that doesn't, that's not so critical, then so be it. I find that the commentary that comes from people who are making comments about what you're eating is largely about their own sense of, what am I missing? Why is she doing that? And it looks so good and it's healthy and I'm eating this. Mm-hmm. And and so it, it's, I know that's difficult um, to rationalize that at the moment that it's happening, but I have seen it. Ha- it's happened to me. It, it, it happened mm-hmm. to me with, with my own children. Mom, why are you changing? Why are you doing that? Why are you eating all that chicken? Um, mm-hmm. But 
I stayed the course for myself because I needed so badly to heal. I didn't want to be that clinically obese person. I didn't want to be able to not walk up the stairs to kiss my kids goodnight. I didn't want to be diabetic. So mm-hmm. you have to really have your, your reasons front and center, um, your goal, your reason, your desire, the, the thing that's putting the fire in your belly to make change for you, mm-hmm. and, and be gentle with yourself. One day you may have success with carrying a kula, another day you may not. And right. there's no right and wrong. It's the best you can do. I, I think we are also incredibly critical of ourselves. There's so much negative self-talk going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, and we're far more likely to listen to the negative self-talk, even though most of the time, none of what we're telling ourselves is true, right? Mm-hmm, so, totally. Um, I had a client that... I had this client who, um, she's a lawyer, and often had to go out for lunch with uh, with uh, clients. And she found herself um, sitting in front of, you know, meals that were prepared by a chef that never saw the size mm-hmm. of her. And so she'd right. have this meal served to her, and it'd have sauces on it and everything else that she... But she would eat it anyways because she didn't want to draw attention to herself by sending right. the meal back and saying, I'm not eating this, you know, trans fatty yeah. food. Right. So that that's I mean there's a, hopefully in some of those situations you can order yourself and really navigate the menu. I I give instructions for how to do that in in recharge because I I know that's a minefield. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can stay away from certain situations. But other times you're just going to have to say to yourself, look, this is one of those ones where I I'm going to give it up because I know but I'm in a situation where I don't have the control that I want over the meal that I'm going to get. So I'm going to do my best and maybe I'll just eat a little bit of it or I'll eat more salad or something. But mm-hmm. um, there, there are just times where you have to pick your poison, right? Oh, totally. Uh, another colleague of my, or another client of mine, she's a student right now and she found herself um, like they did long hours in study and in the practicums that she was working in, she's uh, training in nursing and she would get to work or get to the classroom every morning and there was like two dozen donuts at yep. the front of the class for all the students. Yep. And and then she would get there and she hadn't she didn't feel comfortable preparing and bringing her own food. She felt like people would ask her, why are you doing that? And right. so she didn't draw, want to draw any attention to herself. So she ate the donuts and it totally uh, yeah. triggered her right back into bulimia again. It was a mess. Uh, so yeah. that is a tough one. Um, yeah. Yeah, often, and I've, I, I just remembering situations that I have not been eating disordered like that. I've, I'm an, I've been an overeater. But what I will do now is if I know that I'm going to be confronted with a situation where I'm not really sure what I'm going to be able to eat, mm-hmm. I will pre-eat. I will bring, I, I will bring something, usually a smoothie that's got mm-hmm. a complete meal in it and try to have that before I go into the situation so that I know that I'm not going to be hungry or triggered by, like for me, cheese is a trigger, um, you know, by some food that's going to derail me in two minutes flat. (laughs) Way to go. That's great advice too. Awesome. Yeah. So we just have a few more minutes before our show is going to conclude this week. And it's, it's been just great. There's so many beautiful little gems and takeaways in here. I'm going to listen to this show again myself. I've been scribbling while you're writing because there's been so <laughs> many really good little bits here. Um, Thank you. 
I wanted, <laughs> you're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming and doing this. I wanted to ask you um, if you would share with us a little bit of what's in your timeline for the next few months. I know yeah. you've got a few things going on. Yes. Uh, so I'm excited. Uh, next week I've been invited to speak um, at the New York Times Wellness Show at the Jacob Javits Center. So that's on my schedule. I'm speaking two days, the 28th mm. and the 29th. Uh, I get a little bit of a break, and then I will be flying to Costa Rica and hosting my first ever clean living experience retreat in Costa Rica from the 4th through the 7th. And then over the coming months, um, more of them each month is peppered with dates here and there. So you can find out more about these um, beautiful clean living experiences with me uh, at Toscarino.com. Uh, I'm also appearing on a PBS show, which will be coming up, Functional Fitness with Suzanne Andrews. Uh, I don't have an air date yet, but that is coming. And we're working on a, a bigger show, the two of us together, so also with PBS, which, which is very exciting. It's such a, a beautiful audience um, and an amazing platform. So I think there are greater things for me. And, you know, if I may share... Mm-hmm. With your audience and you, Kathy, I, I've set a goal for myself for 2017 that I really want to use my voice to help influence others to make wellness changes in their lives. I've been the unwell person. I speak from experience, and I want to I want to reach a bigger platform. I want to I want to do a TED talk. I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to share parts of my story, my personal story, that no one has heard before, which I think will be helpful in the going forward for many of us because mm-hmm. the universe is is leaning in on us and asking us to do more and to take more. And so we need to be able to develop our resistance muscles to be able to handle it. And and that's that's my goal for twenty seventeen. Well wow, that's a big one. Present. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, we'll be following you through the year for sure. I know you'll keep things up on your on your website and uh yes. and I certainly check in there every now and again. I love just reading through some of the chat windows because you can really listen to how people are putting many of the tools to work for themselves and and really sharing sort of heartfelt stories. So I I love that. Uh, I really so appreciate all you're doing it's amazing Tosca so and and it's you're right it had it life is not easy for anybody these days we've all got to figure out where we are in the moment and I think that globally we're going to have some challenges here you know and and we're going to be challenged can we stay in our heart space can we continue to love through what's happening in the moment and love it anyway that's been my focus this year is that the whole piece is really to keep my passion flowing, to get this word out there that um, you're not your body, you're not any of those things, you are your experience, you're human, you're human person having this experience and it's always changing, it's always changing. It is, yes, it yeah. is, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're coming up to the very end of this now. I know we could probably talk for hours, but I'm hoping to hit some of the spots you'll be. I think you'll be in Victoria in April, and um, yeah. maybe I can get out to see you then. So, Tosca, thank you. Tosca, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Okay, thanks so much, and we'll close here. Uh, you can re-listen to this broadcast anytime. It's up here on the host webpage. And thank you, Tosca. It's been great chatting. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye for now. 
you for joining us for Chasing Hunger. Be sure to tune in again next week for another edition featuring your host, Kathy Welter-Nichols. Next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health & Wellness Channel. Have a great week.